Hail you nostalgic high school football coaches. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This Endorian Life, previously on X-Men, and 90s Music Got Me Like. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210 Season 6, Episode 30, Ray of Hope. Ray of Hope. How get fun. It? Kendra, I get do you it. get it? I get it. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired on May 15th, 1996. Two birthdays Ooh. to mention. May 16th, Tori Spelling turned 23. Oh, what do you know? What do you know? And I always forget. She's pretty age appropriate. Yeah. May 21st, Carol Potter, who of course plays Cindy Walsh, turned That's 48. That's right. That's right. One death to mention. May 20th, John Pertree, best known for playing the third Doctor in Doctor Who, Passed away at the age of 76. More Doctor Who facts? What's happening? Should we do a Doctor Who no. podcast? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. No, thank you. Just just checking. Movies. On May 17th, we got Flipper with Elijah Wood and Paul Hogan. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. I used to watch the Flipper, car- like not cartoon, but the, the sh- you know, the show. I don't think I ever watched this movie. Have you? I don't think so. Uh, Love Elijah Wood, of course, but didn't at the time. (laughs) Yeah, right. We also got Heaven's Prisoner with Alec Baldwin and Terry Hatcher, based on the novel by James Lee Burke. Didn't we read a James Lee Burke in a book club together? As I was reading the name, I was thinking I've never read a James Lee Burke. I think you have. Didn't we read um, uh, Neon Rain, I think it's called? Dave Robichaux is the character. I did not read that. Okay. Well, this is a Dave Robichaux story, but I've only read Neon Rain, so I can't tell you anything about it. TV, May 19th, Murder, She Wrote aired its final episode, Death by Demographics. (laughs) Angela Lansbury would return as Jessica Fletcher in four TV movies. That's not bad. No. That's not bad. At this time, it was the longest running American murder mystery drama. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think if anything surpassed it. I, I feel like Blue Bloods is probably up there. That's got to oh, be more than 12 seasons, I think. What counts as a murder mystery drama? Yeah. Good question. Because, I mean, you have something like Columbo, which was fewer episodes, but certainly spanned a longer amount of time. So I don't know. I don't know. It blows my mind a little bit to think about the fact that like Friends and 90210 and Murder, She Wrote were all on at the same time. Yeah, that's weird. Like I know in my head when Murder, She Wrote was, but it still kind of feels like the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I don't know. May 20th, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ended. Oh, that's a heartfelt finale too. It is, yeah. It's heartwarming. Yeah, did you watch the Fresh Prince reunion? That no, happened. I didn't. Like, oh, also heartwarming, tear jerking. <laughs> There's been good a stuff. lot of good reunions lately. Yeah, true. 
Music, May 21st, the Wallflowers released their second album, Bringing Down the Horse. Excellent, <laughs> excellent album. Yeah, and, this is probably the Wallflowers album that I've heard the most, just because I know that my wife has it, and it's yeah. been in the rotation, so. Yeah. And Soundgarden released Down the Upside. Hmm. That's clever. What are your feelings on Soundgarden? I feel like I like the songs that I've heard, but I couldn't tell you what those songs are off the top of my head. So. Take that, Soundgarden. <laughs> I don't know that we've covered Soundgarden on my other podcast, 90s Music Got Me Like. Oh. Which seems a little crazy, but. Yeah, you got to get it in there. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Okay. Well, I thought that I would check in on our old friend Shannon Doherty to see what she was doing concurrent with these episodes. And I found out that she was in a TV movie with Kevin Dillon called Gone in the Night. And it's about she and Kevin Dillon play parents who are accused of murdering their child. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the cast also included Ed Asner and Billy Burke of Twilight fame, Kendra. <gasps> Billy Burke? Yeah. Do you Remember know when he does that people... halo? <laughs> when he does that halo and it's so confusing in Twilight? Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like really attracted to him in Twilight. Hmm. It like, seems like you're like putting some distance in that there. I'm not attracted to him. I'm saying okay, that well. it's like a thing that many people think he's super attractive. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> or at least okay. like, you know, if you look at all his qualities, he's like this, like, you know, great guy. He seems like a good guy. Like a good yeah. guy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's our synopsis for this week's episode, Ray of Hope. Donna and David capitalize on the success of their Power Man 5000 music video by booking a new gig, this time with an up-and-coming band fronted by a newly engaged Ray Pruitt. <gasps> He's back, baby. Yes. Meanwhile, Joe gets a checkup from Dr. Martin, and despite a clean bill of health, he's opted to quit the team and move back home to coach at his old high school. Finally, Brandon, Valerie, and Kelly catch a, hatch a scheme to catch Colin. Nobody once was like, let's call Jonesy. Not a single person I know. said, let's call Jonesy. Jonesy could have got it done. Yeah. He would have oh, been, like, been like, look, we're all going to yeah. dress up like prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> all, every one of us. Stuff's probably going to happen, but. It's fine. You know, <laughs> I get results, baby. Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was written by Phil Sabbath and Jessica Klein and directed by Gilbert M. Shilton. Fun fact, the show is, of course, executive produced by Aaron Spelling. And when Steve and Brandon are having their TV marathon, they watch episodes of Vegas, Matt Houston, and The Love Boat, all Aaron Spelling shows. Huh, that's so. fun. A little I didn't know the love boat was an Aaron Spelling show. Sure was. I looked it up because I felt like a baby Jason Priestley was on that, but he wasn't. So Aww. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, well, as far as main cast members, we have a former main cast member back. Jamie Walters back as Ray Pruitt. Now, I remember at the time, I remember like reading about this after the fact, too, that like his like career and just like personal life took such a nosedive because people just hated him because of Ray. So like yeah. the actor uh, was getting like death. Well, sure, but he was getting like death threats and things like that. And so they were like, "Man, we got to show people that like we're okay with Ray." Um, and so I that's I think that's part of the reasoning behind this because of course the behind the scenes stuff was that he got kicked out when they had a whole plan for it. So a little awkward here to shoehorn Ray in. 
Yeah. Uh, especially because he just vanishes in the episode. It's like there's no real closure with it either. So it's weird. But anyway. Anyway. Jamie Walters, Jamie Walters is back here as Ray Pruitt performing the song Reckless from his 1997 album Ride. Now, uh, probably wherever you watched it, if you rewatched it right along with us, you didn't see that scene. So we did share it on our social media places so you can see that a little bit. And there's a little bit of dialogue in there too that helps flesh things out a little bit. Pretty good song. I thought it was a good performance. I, yeah, I agree. Uh, so yeah, that's from his 1997 album, Ride. Also, uh, originally when this aired, all the establishing shots, because we had a ton of establishing shots in this episode again, those were set to tracks from Brian Austin Green's rap album, One Stop Carnival. Yes. So, you Excellent. know, I bet it was great. It did open with a hip hop song, and I was like, interesting. Yeah. yeah. We don't usually do that, but. No, but I think that's why, because it was that. Yeah. Guest cast, so recurring players. We have Michael Durrell back as Dr. Martin, a rare appearance without Felice. Yeah. Just him. Also, this has got to be the only one in the series where he doesn't have scenes with Donna. It's just him and yeah, Joe. Yeah, just him and Joe. So he's here like as a supporting character for Joe, which is weird, but you know, it's fine. Um, I did see Wesley Allen Gullick as Willie, so I'm counting it as a Willie sighting. I didn't. I missed it. <laughs> we need like a sound effect for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like a foghorn or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, Willie was there in the background. Nick Kiriazzi is back as Prince Carl, whether you want him or not. Scott Haven as Mr. Carter, though this is his final appearance in the role. Final time we'll see that. Charming bail bondsman, Mr. Carter. All right. Uh, we have Michael Wilson as Eric Budman. Art Hindle back as Detective Rendell. We'll see him again next season. Uh, along with Scott Haven making their final bows here, we have Gordon Curry making his final appearance as Danny Five. Of course, we first met him in season one as Bobby Walsh. <laughs> But this is the last time we'll see him as either character. And I had to look this up to make sure that I was right about this. But Cameron Bancroft is done as Joe Bradley. He's done. Donezo. So long, I guess Joe. I kind of thought, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I thought maybe we'd have one more. I'm glad they're not dragging it out. But it was like a lot happened. A yeah. lot happened with that relationship in this episode. Yep. Uh, new recurring player. We've got a new recurring player in Amanda Anka as Barbara. Were you able to figure out who this was? Is she a record label Nick, lady? Nick, I just finished watching this and I cannot tell you who Barbara is. Okay. No idea. I think I think that she's one of the staffers at, at where they're doing the uh, thing. I, I can't where even th think of a scene where there was like extra people walking around. I don't know. It's... Yeah. We'll, well figure it out. She'll be back, she'll be back again, so maybe we'll figure it out next week. She was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie with Luke Perry. Uh, she made appearances in the morning show. She did voice work on greatest uh, the greatest event in television history and the Batman, both of which I love. Yeah. Also, um, Jason Bateman is her husband. What? Yeah, and well, Paul then, Anka. Okay, hold on. Is her father. Keep going. I'm gonna okay. look up her picture and maybe I'll recognize her. I looked up her picture and I didn't recognize her, so I don't know. But anyway, uh, other cast members, we have Marisol Nichols as Wendy, Ray's fiance. So we just see her for the one time. She was very familiar to me. I couldn't figure out what it was. But then I realized she's Hermione Lodge on Riverdale, like a main oh. character on Riverdale. So, you know, and of course, Luke Perry played Fred Andrews uh, there as well. So nice little connection. But yeah, the one time we see Ray's fiance, Wendy, played by uh, Marisol Nichols here. 
All right. Well, I'm looking at Amanda Anka and I do not recognize her. So I looked like pictures of her, like Amanda Anka, 90210. And it was just like, she did a few episodes of 90210. And I'm like, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> but who is next, she? Next time I'm going to, I'm going to watch even closer to figure out who she is. Yep. Amanda, if you're listening, tell us, you know, <laughs> who send are us you? some behind the scenes scoop. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the episode. Okay. Ray of hope. We start at the record studio where David and Donna are signing their contracts, taking pictures. They're like without reading them. Donna, right. Donna makes it clear they did not read. Yeah, these she's contracts. like, oh, we didn't actually read this, but it wasn't like a real contract they were signing. Yeah. It was just for right. the pictures. So yes, presumably they will read their actual contracts before they sign. Yeah, them. I mean, I know that, but I felt like she thought they were the real contracts, and she just went ahead oh, and she, signed it. Yeah, anyway. she did. Okay, she, all right, she definitely did. <laughs> So they're on the payroll and they're very excited because Eric has a new up and coming band that they're going to do the music video oh, for. Oh, it's going to be great. And he's like, this guy leading this band, he is just, he's sexy. He's so cool. They're going to be huge. And guess what? His name is Pruitt. Ray Pruitt. Oh, no. Nick, the little like flashback they do here, I laughed out loud because <laughs> <laughs> they show yeah. not because it was funny, not because him pushing down, her down the stairs was funny, but they right. show that again. And then they like do a dun dun and like zoom in on his face. Yeah. And <laughs> it really I made me laugh. I know we've discussed this before, but sometimes I'm just baffled by the things they decide that we need a flashback on. Yeah. You know, like, we all know like who Ray know. is. Ray. You remember Ray, right? You remember Ray what Ray did? He dated Donna at a pumpkin patch. <laughs> oh my gosh. They didn't yeah. show the pumpkin patch. They didn't. No, they showed the most pivotal scene for sure. Yeah. Which is interesting if they're trying to like, I don't know, like the first thing they do is remind us of the worst thing he did. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, Ray's back, and Donna is is not pleased to hear this news. No. Mm -mm. After the intro, we go to the Walsh house where we get a quick little scene with Susan. She's leaving to go to a newspaper convention of some kind. Yeah, right. So yeah. she and Brandon are just saying goodbye to each other, and that's all we Lots see of her. Lots of kissing. Yeah. Lots of kissing. I, I'm sure it's because, like, you can't have Susan in the brandon kelly valerie situation yeah. later on so it's like we just got to get her out of here it'd be so. too much yeah so it's just brandon and steve and claire hanging out and steve is still in his neck brace if you remember he fell down the stairs uh yes, in the did. previous episode and so, it was nowhere around no can't just blame a it coincidence on no so his jaw is wired shut and he's got this big neck brace yeah but they're about to watch some TV and Vegas is on and it's apparently their favorite show. So oh, yeah. They're very excited. Yep. Claire, not so excited. She says something. She's like, there's something really upsetting about seeing 20-year-olds be nostalgic, which I thought was kind of a funny That's line. That's a funny line, yeah. Next scene is David and Donna are driving and Donna is just freaking out. She's like, I can't yeah. work with Ray. How am I supposed to do this? This is, I can't do this. This is crazy. I feel like David should be a little more, uh, I don't know, compassionate in this time. But he's like, it's fine. Like, he's going to he's not going to work want to work with us either. So let's just like go yeah. meet with him. Like, yeah, go, let's go face your abuser. It'll be fine. Right. That's <laughs> like, just like, just let David go alone. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? What? Like, That's no exactly reason. my thought. Why does Donna have to go? She doesn't have to go. And and like to David's point, he just assumed that they'd get in the room and Ray would be like, no, forget it. And so from his perspective, David's like, well, let's not rock the boat. Ray's going to can this anyway. So, but that's where you step up and say, so I'll go by myself. But yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. And so Donna says, you know, if Joe finds out, he's going to freak out about this. Right. But David's like, just don't tell him. It's all going to be over here in a minute. Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. going to work out. Joe, meanwhile, is at Dr. Martin's office and he everything looks great. His heart is just a ticking, ticking yeah. away. Yeah. Why did they I I don't understand like if if we're phasing Joe out, like the heart thing isn't obvious. Like, like I can't keep playing football like this. I gotta find something else. But no, it's like I'm perfectly fine. I'm just opting to drop out of college and go and leave. Like it doesn't make sense. Doesn't you know? make sense. Yeah. And this scene to me is weird because he then admits to Dr. Martin that he's not going to continue football. He's got this coaching job that they've been they've offered him back home and he's going to take over the program full time in the fall. And Dr. Martin says, well, have you told Donna? And he says, no. But like his whole energy is like he's like smiley about it. Like, yeah, I'm about I'm about to break your daughter's heart. But, you know, what are you going to do? See, watching this, I wondered if they pulled back from Joe, like asking John's permission, because that's what the scene feels like it's heading towards for him to be like, and I want to ask her to marry me, mm. you know, because he even has that line. He's like, I, you know, I need you to do me a favor. And I don't know. It just felt like that's the obvious thing to do right there. Otherwise, there's no point in telling him. It makes no sense at all. Yeah. Well, they did not they did not make that clear because when we do get no. to the proposal later, I was surprised about it. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah. It at, was it was bizarre. It really was. At the Peach Pit, Kelly is working on her summer school work, her summer mm-hmm. semester work to yep. catch up on the year she missed. She'll just yep. take one semester. It's yeah, fine. that's all she's gotta do. Sure. I guess she didn't miss a whole year. How much do you think she missed? I mean, but before this was like the cult, right? I mean, yeah. wasn't that the same? Or was, no, I mean, technically that was last season. I don't know. She's missed a lot. <laughs> She's missed a lot. A lot of credit hours need to be made up here. Valerie comes over to the Peach Pit to get Nat because Mr. Carr is at the Peach Pit after dark to talk to the two of them. And Nat says, oh, I don't like that guy. He's a snake. And Kelly says, oh, well, then, Valerie, you'll get along with him. Great. <laughs> Zing. Always a little shade. So over at the Peach Pit after dark. So Mr. Carr is the Car- Carter? Is it Carter? I wrote Carter. One of the two. Okay. Carter or Carter, whatever. Well, we're never seeing him again, so he is gonna be the debt collector, basically, and they have right. 180 days to find Colin. Or Nat could lose the Peach Pit because Nat has a stake in the Peach Pit After Dark as well. Yeah. Valerie would obviously lose everything. Not good. Not good yeah. stuff. Well, there And Nat says, well, what about a bounty hunter? But a bounty hunter would take 25% of the bond, which so they'd basically have to pay 25 grand. Yeah. And that's, there's no guarantee either. Yeah. Like if they do that, like he'd still have to find Colin. So... He says, you know, maybe just put his picture on a milk carton and hope we get lucky. 
later at the Walsh house, they are still watching Vegas, really enjoying mm-hmm. themselves. We get Give it a good some, time, yeah. some fun uh, Jason and Ian, Ian yeah, yeah. riffing in these all, scenes. All of their banter in this scene was fun. They, yeah. they were having a good Prince Carl comes over with some flowers for Steve. Yeah. Which I thought was an interesting gift, but Steve is very appreciative. He Carl. is. Again, not, not sure what Prince Carl's royal duties are uh, as an ambassador to uh, these United States, but... <laughs> no idea. You know, no not idea. sure. Not sure. Carl also loves the show Vegas, apparently. Steve... No, he loves Matt Houston. They're watching oh, I'm Matt sorry. Houston yes, they've switched yes. to Matt Houston. Yeah. Yes, he loves Matt Houston. So Claire is... Again, we're just really annoyed by all the TV watching. And Steve is like, Carl, she's going crazy. She's driving us crazy. Could you get her out of here? Mm-hmm. And Carl's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm taking you to yeah. dinner. I guess we'll go on a nice date. Yep. And after they leave, Brandon kind of picks up on like, oh, Carl was really quick to take Claire out to dinner. Yep. But then he's like, nah, just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> All right, then we go to a bar where we see Colin, who is talking with Danny Five. Yeah, he's back. Who I did not recognize at all. I was like, who That's is this Danny guy? Five. Yeah, no, I, I got it now. Formerly known as Bobby Walsh. Yeah, so they're talking about, you know, the whole situation. And yep. Danny's like, you know, maybe just turn yourself in and get it over with and just do the two years. But Colin is... He's adamant. He says, no, yep. I can't do it. Yep. So he gives Danny some money so that Danny can get him a fake ID so that he can get out of the country. Mm-hmm. Sure, this will go well. Yeah, definitely. At dinner with Claire and Prince Carl, Claire is very thankful for a night away from Steve because being his <laughs> nurse was driving her a little crazy. It's not working. It's not great for the relationship. Carl brings up Claire's mother and how she always believed in him and that she told him at one point that she hoped that he and Claire would get married and that she would be a princess. And that was like her dream for Claire was to be to be a princess. Wow. (laughs) Aim higher, Mrs. Arnold. (laughs) I know. Uh, And Claire says. She she stopped believing in fairy tales when her mother died. Mm. So, but she is, you know, she's very, she's feeling very nostalgic with Prince Carl and thinking yeah. about her mom and all that stuff. Prince Carl was what they chose. <laughs> At the studio, the recording studio, they are about to meet Ray. Donna is freaking out, but David says, you know, Let's just get in, get out. This is going to be quick. Don't worry about it. So they go in and they say their hellos to Ray. And he, I feel like immediately his demeanor is is more like chill than 
Yeah. And I maybe chill's the wrong word because he's always been that kind of like, you know, laid back sound. But I don't know. I feel like they it's just like a different vibe with him. It is episode. a different vibe. And, I, you know, I was struck by the same thing. And we talked a little bit before about Jamie Walters acting, which was never the problem. It was never that he was a no. bad actor. It was like they were giving him crap to do. And you're right. Before he even opens his mouth, you just have a sense like there's no brooding there's no anger. He doesn't say a word. He looks the same, but you could just kind of tell that, like, he's nice now. Yeah, he's so, nice yeah, now. No, but I think that's good acting. Yeah, I agree. It's subtle, but it's it's there. Yeah. So David, you know, steps forward and is like, hey, we both, we all know this isn't going to work. Let's just say we tried and go our separate ways. But Ray says, you know, this new song I've written is about who I was. You, Donna, you know who I was and you guys know me and my music. So I think that we should work together. Yeah. Donna is, I don't know. No one is convinced at the moment. Then no. Wendy Stevens walks in and Ray introduces her as his fiance. Whoa. He's engaged. And this kind of turns Donna's, it changes her mind. She For some reason. Yeah. I, I guess really... because she doesn't have to worry that he's trying to like win her back or anything. They can just I guess work together and it's not a I thing guess. between them. Nobody seems to have any concern that maybe like he's not treating this new lady well. Like no. that's not part of this at all. Mm-mm. Which is a little I don't know, odd, I felt like, but you know. It's the Ray Re- rehabilitation tour, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> So Donna says, you know, they're going to listen to his new material and go from there. And she says, you know, that she's really happy for him. It seems like his life is working out and he's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Great. great. Yeah. Wonderful. (laughs) That's wonderful. Perfect. At the Walsh house, they've now moved on to watching the love boat. As we, as we said, and Brandon seems the theme song. It's a great theme song. Yes. To the boat. Yep. Val walks through and is very snippy. She's like, he turn it down and is like yelling she calls at him them. Beavis and Butthead, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so Brandon follows her to the kitchen to talk with her. And she's just saying, you know, how she feels so stupid. How could she have trusted Colin like this? And All good questions. Yeah. yeah very good. She thinks that Kelly knows where he is. Mm. And Brandon says, okay, let's you and I go talk to her. Like, I'm not doing this alone. Yeah. You two need to bury the hatchet and let's work this out together. So Valerie agrees to go with him to talk to Kelly. At the Peach Pit, Donna and Joe meet up. And Donna tells Joe, <laughs> she for, she doesn't say that it's Ray. She's trying to just no. sound like really peppy about the whole thing. But then she has to say she that it's really, Ray. really mishandles it too. Like yeah. her whole like, you know, oh, it's, it's so, do you remember? Oh, this is so weird. <laughs> do you remember that guy? Like you beat him up and then we went to court and then like you almost <laughs> went to jail. Right. right. Almost ruined your life. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe is upset. He says, yeah. you know, have you ever heard of the word loyalty? Yes, which I feel like is not cool because he's not like, oh, my gosh, you can't put yourself like, you know, she's coming out of an abused relationship and she's getting sucked back in. And he's not like, Donna, I don't think this is good for you. He's like, how dare you do this to me? Yeah. Joe. <laughs> Plus, with what he's about to do, like all the yeah. plans he has cooking up. 
where's his it's loyalty? A weird move, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's upset and he, he storms out of the peach pit. At the student union, Brandon and Valerie kind of corner Kelly and say, you know, this isn't this isn't just about Valerie. Like Nat could lose the peach pit. And you love Nat, so maybe yeah. let's let's try for Nat. And so Kelly agrees. Back at the Walsh house, Carl tells Steve that he needs to he needs to get out of the house. They're gonna go to the Peach Pit after dark and watch Ray perform that night. Ah, yes. Steve gets the wire out of his jaw the next day, and he's very excited about that. It's a quick heal. It is. And Carl's like, you know, we've got all this stuff cooking for your birthday. It's going to be awesome. And Steve says, why are you being so nice? I don't understand. And Carl says, he's a prince. He doesn't need a reason. He doesn't need a reason. No, of course not. He doesn't need a reason. I'm confused about Prince Carl. (laughs) Because he really, like, he really seems to like Steve genuinely. But he's also clearly into Claire. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yes, because it doesn't feel like he's manipulating Steve. No. It feels so, like he, he really likes Steve. Yeah, that it's just, I mean, maybe, maybe it's just both. I don't know. He likes Steve and wants to steal his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know, but he's grow. Carl's growing on me a little bit. I, I mean, really? that could that could end soon. I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. He's cute. I don't he's know. He's cute? Yeah, he's cute. Okay. <laughs> All I, right. I don't know. Why, why don't you guys go to prom together? <laughs> Maybe we will. Kendra. <laughs> I'll be a princess. <laughs> <laughs> that was your mom's biggest dream for you, so that's great. At the Peach Pit After Dark, Brandon comes to wish Ray good luck at his show. So if you recall, Brandon kind of came to Ray during the whole court thing and was like, yeah. hey, maybe don't do this. <laughs> Yeah, and kind of talked Ray out of the charges or whatever, whatever yeah. was happening. And it was a good scene. Like that original yeah. scene between Brandon and Ray was nice, and it was nice to have it sort of full circle here. Yeah. So Ray thanks Brandon for that, and you know they're just kind of like they're very friendly with each other. Yeah. So then we get the scene that is not streaming. You have to go online to watch it, and we. Yes. did post it on our social media of sure Ray did. playing his song. Valerie introduces him and he plays his song Reckless. More more country low slow yeah. country music at the Peach Pit After Dark. Yep. They love it. They totally that up. scene. David and Donna are listening and they they talk about, you know, they both really like the song. Joe asks who Ray's fiance is, and Donna yeah. points her out and She's like, I think they're really happy. Like, I'm really happy for him. That's great. Yeah. And Joe is very sullen through this whole scene. He is. I, I don't know. I guess just because of the whole Ray and everything. But again, it's a weird it's confusing. one-two punch. But okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because of the words he's singing and he's thinking about these the choices he's... Yeah, I wondered that too. And the, the yeah. conversation he's about to have with her. Yes, um, because the lyrics in the song are sort of like, oh, we came so close, but we missed our chance and yeah. blah, blah, blah. So maybe maybe that really yeah. pushed Joe in the and direction. And we also see Carl looking at Claire during, yes. this, during, during this song that scene. as well. Yep, yep. So... Outside the peach pit, Joe and Donna 
come outside to have a talk and he says that he's not interfering with her doing this video for Ray because he's hoping it's going to be her last one. Yeah. Which is crazy because she just is getting started. Like she just Mm -hmm. signed a contract. Yeah. And he starts talking about, you know, our lives are so different and our backgrounds and where we came from. And you've done so much for me, but I have this new dream to move back home and coach my high school's, my old high school's football team. And (laughs) and he wants her to come with him. So he asks, will you marry me? And you know, yes. What? Well, he, he had to think about this. Like he was planning to do this. He didn't like do anything. He walked her to right. her car and asked her outside her car. He didn't get it on his right. knee. He didn't have a ring. Nothing. Like no. plan. If you're gonna, if you're gonna I ask know. and you're gonna plan for it, it wasn't yeah. impromptu at all. It's it's such a big ask too. Because first of all, like they're really not there relationship wise. But let's set that aside. He's saying like give up everything like college all of your friends and family this promising new career that you're like embarking on and come with me to the land of nothing while i coach high school football and you do nothing yeah because he's from he's from beaver falls pennsylvania pennsylvania so not even california other side of the country states in pennsylvania kendra there's not a single interstate in that state (laughs) oh my gosh yeah, it's, too much. It's a big ask for sure. He, he says, he says, I'm sure it's such a big change from going to like Beverly Hills to being the wife of a football coach. I'm just like, that's your pitch? That <laughs> she's just gonna come and be like a stay-at-home wife while you coach football? Oh my gosh! <laughs> it sounds like that sounds like Claire's mom's dream for yeah, for Claire. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, but look what happened to her. So you got to be careful. <laughs> So Donna does not give him an answer. She doesn't know what to say. No, no. It's one of those awkward TV fade outs. Yeah. You know? (laughs) So, okay. So then we have Val and Kelly and Brandon. And here's their plan. To send Kelly, a recovering drug addict, back to the house of a drug dealer where she was almost sexually assaulted. Yes. Have her go in there alone. Have her go solo. That's the plan. Yeah. It's a great plan. Super it's great. Perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, both Kelly and 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 Donna, it's just like, hey, willy-nilly, why don't you go back and revisit your worst traumas? Okay? <laughs> just charge in there and do it. She does go by herself. Well, they're in yes. the car. They're waiting in the car down the street. Yep. And Brandon's like, you know, if you're not back in a few minutes, I'm going in there. There's no roommate anymore. The roommate that assaulted her and so she does go in the house and she she plays it off like have you you know i want to buy some drugs also have you heard from colin because i'm in love with him and i need him i need i want Mm -hmm. to run away with him basically yeah he can't go without me yep danny gives her the beeper number i forgot to mention earlier he gave colin a beeper and said when i have your fake id i will beep you on this beeper I will beep you. (laughs) So he gives her the number and then she has to buy some drugs because that was her cover, why she's there. And she does just just a little, a skosh amount of drugs. Yeah. 
So then Brandon gets restless and her, he and Valerie get out of the car and they're walking, but they meet Kelly on the sidewalk and Brandon says, well, did you buy drugs? And she says, yes. And he is trying to make her. Yeah, he's like, give them to me now. Yeah. yeah. So then she, she takes it out and she just dumps them in a trash can that's on the street. I, I don't support them sending Kellyanne to face her own trauma, but from like a show arc point of view, it was kind of nice to see Kelly struggle with it again. Yeah. Because she, I mean, it's not a big pause or anything, but you can see like, she does want it. Yeah. Like, cause, she does cause want Danny to do is it. like, Hey, while you're here, let's just do some together yeah, right now. Me. Let's do it. Yeah. And she's, and she's yeah. like, I gotta go see my mom. But like, you can see in her face that she really does want it. And you know, so often it's like with a cult when Kelly was in the cult and everything, it's just like that thing passes and it's not a thing anymore. So I just like seeing her struggle with it a little bit. Yeah. At Kelly Donna Claire's, Claire finds Donna sitting in the dark. She's just brooding in the dark on the couch. Yeah, in the dark. So Donna tells Claire all about what happened with Joe and she didn't give him an answer. Claire's like, well, you know, do you love him? Go with him. To Pennsylvania. Yeah, what the heck, Claire? <laughs> but Donna, Donna's just going to stay up all night and think about it and yep. get back to him. She's like, turn those lights off, will you? So she's just going to sit in the dark thinking about Joe. Claire says before she leaves the room that, you know, she's been... Being with Carl is like bringing up all this stuff about her mom and her mom had such big dreams for her. (laughs) Marrying well. That was her mom's big dream. I hope she marries a rich guy. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, And, you know, so she's kind of, I don't know. We can see that Claire is is thinking about these things. Yes. And, And she asked Donna, like, you know, remember fantasizing about your wedding day and like, things are getting really real now at yeah. this age with weddings. Donna and says all girls do that. Did you do that, Kendra? Did you, uh, oh, probably. Did you about your wedding? Probably. Okay. I don't believe that. I, I mean, I don't, I don't think she was talking to me, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't dream about my wedding. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't spend afternoons just thinking about it, but you know, you yeah. watch movies and TV shows and you think about it. Yeah. Mrs. Kendra Bloom. Orlando and Kendra Bloom. <laughs> yep. That's yep. what your notebook was that full was of. That was it. That was it. Freaking Katy Perry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I love my husband, Eric. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did you hear that, Eric? She loves you. <laughs> uh. <sighs> All right. So now the three of them, Val, Kelly, Brandon, are just, they're driving around. Kelly has paged him three times, but he hasn't called her. So they're about to give up when the phone rings. Colin says that he will meet her, but not tonight. He says, you know, I'll call you tomorrow and we'll find a place to meet. And he says that he loves Kelly and that he needs her. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on speakerphone. So the whole the whole car. Everybody can hear it. And Valerie has just teased like right before this. Valerie was like, maybe he doesn't know the number. And Kelly's like, I think he knows my car phone, Valerie. And she's like, oh, right. Because he loves you. And then Colin calls and straight up says he loves Kelly. So it's kind of a fun unspoken moment there. (laughs) Kelly doesn't rub it in, but she enjoys it. Yeah. Yeah. At the Peach Pit After Dark, the next day, Donna is saying goodbye to Wendy and Ray. They're off to do another show in another city. 
they're going to make this video later and it's going to be great. And Perfect. hooray. Yeah. Ray wishes her all the happiness in the world because she deserves it. She sure does. Yeah. At Kelly Donna Claire's the next, well, that morning, Colin calls Kelly. He says he's at the Palm Court Motel, room 106. And she, she hurry. She writes, yeah, he's like, you need to get here now. And she says, well, I have a few things. She makes up an excuse. And she's like, I'll be there as soon as I can. And he says, can I trust you? And she says, yes. Mm. At the Peach Pit, Steve is all better. No neck brace, Great. no wire in his jaw. Okay. And he and Claire are trying out his lips. <laughs> <laughs> While Carl sits next to them and he does not seem happy about that. So then we go to the motel and the three of them are sitting in the car waiting for the police to bring out Colin. So they called the police, sent them to this motel. But instead of bringing yeah. out Colin, they arrest Danny Five, who is in mm-hmm. the motel room. Mm-hmm. And they get out of the car and they're like, where's Colin? And Don- Danny acts like he's never seen them before. Doesn't know who Colin is, doesn't, doesn't know, know who yeah. Kelly is. No, it doesn't know anything. This was a real boneheaded move. Like, I mean, Kelly's already been dangled out there. She's got to make contact first. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this just seems like obviously what would happen. He would look and see if cops were coming instead of Kelly, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Especially because it's not, I don't know. It's like there's a million doors and a million rooms in this place where they pick. So it's like, well, I don't know why they wouldn't just send Kelly. He's not going to hurt Kelly. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just thought it was a it was a dumb move. It was. It was. But also, like, why was Danny in the room? Did he, like, tell Colin to meet him there and then Colin, like, turned on Danny? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I'm not sure. May- I mean, maybe. That would be clever. That would you be. Know. At the beach, <laughs> Joe and Donna are walking down the beach. And yeah. Donna says that she loves him, but she is not ready Yes. Yeah. yeah. She, she talks about her mom and how, you know, the whole story about her mom got pregnant and had to get married. And she still wonders what could have been if she didn't get married so young. And yeah. She, Joe's like, my mom was young, too. And she's like, you're missing the point. Yeah. You're missing the point. <laughs> she says she's just not ready to leave her friends, yeah. her family. She's, you know, she's still in school. She's not ready. I feel like they really learned something from the whole Kelly's I choose me situation because Donna has a nice long bit of dialogue here where she's like, look, I want to like have my own life before I, you know what I mean? Like, so I I like that. I like that we got a little bit more out of that. And it was a good scene. It was a good showing for Donna. Yeah. She says, you know, if I asked you to stay here with me in California, would you? And he's like, no, (laughs) immediate no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says, you know, he's got to chase his dreams too. So, yeah. so this this is it. This is the end. Yeah. This is where they say it, goodbye. It's not like every town has a has a high school. Now, you know what I mean. He's got to go back to Pennsylvania. Those, are, those are few and far between. It's the only option. <laughs> but Donna says it's not the end. It's the beginning for both of them. And That's they, right. They share one last kiss. Yes. Oh, one last kiss. Oh, hey, I was thinking that. Kiss. I love me some Bye Bye Birdie. He's like, can I kiss you one more time? And she's like, you don't even have to ask. Well, but thank you for asking. Yeah, but th- it, was a, it was kind to ask, yeah. All right, that's the episode. Okay. 
This was a All good right. episode. I feel this, it was better yeah. than than some of the previous ones we've had. It was. It was because the funniness with Stephen Brandon like worked. It wasn't their whole plot, either yeah. one of them. Like we got a good chunk of it, but Brandon had the whole thing with Kelly and Val at the end and the whole Steve, Claire, Carl dynamic kind of, they use Steve being like laid up to sort of further the, the Carl Claire thing. So yeah, yeah, I had a good time with this one. I thought it was a lot better. I I do feel like it's like they didn't do enough with Ray. Like yeah. I don't know that they really justified bringing him back. Yeah, I, they could have gone a little bit further i don't know yeah. i mean yeah. they showed him as a stable engaged successful musician right so they i mean and he was yeah. kind to donna I, yeah i guess you're right i guess you're right i don't, I know. don't know but yeah <laughs> hey it's fine all is forgiven yeah, for sure ray's yeah, no a problem. good guy now yeah no i i thought it was good what was your 90210 snap oh boy um maybe at the hotel when they okay. when they get Danny instead of Colin, I mean I like the bit in the car with Kelly and Valerie and Brandon. I like yeah. the I love you and Kelly's sort of like mm, he loves me. Interesting, <laughs> very interesting reaction was was pretty good. But yeah, good times, uh, good times all around. It's nice because we have had a couple of stinkers here. Next time around is the is the season finale, Kendra. Yeah. They say it's your birthday, parts one and two. Are we going to do the whole thing in one episode? Are we going to do all two parts? I don't know. You, you're the expert, so you tell me. Mm. What should we do? I bet we could. I bet we could Need do one, one episode. All right. I think we can. Yeah. All right. You're, yeah, you're so going to be time... editing that one, so that's... Oh, you're right. <laughs> that's all <Darn> I know. <laughs> Andrew, maybe we do a small episode in between now and then, and then... <laughs> nice try. No, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, all right. So next time, season six, episodes 31 and 32, they say it's your birthday, and then we'll be on to uh, season seven. Uh, elsewhere, you can find me over on This Andorian Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. Kendra, what are you, what are you guys talking about over on 90s music these days? Oh, and 90s music got me like, we just talked about the Pokemon theme song. Sick. Very sick. Didn't you guys hear, and I mean, spoiler alert for this episode of 90s music got me like, but didn't you hear the guy sing the Pokemon theme song like live? We sure did. And we do talk ah, about it in the episode. Perfect. So, yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Is there is there like is Pokemon in the air? Why why that? Why Pokemon? Well, because they are retiring the character of Ash Ketchum. Oh, I did hear that actually. So, which is big news. They're continuing yeah. Pokemon, of course, but with brand new characters. Yeah. But big deal that they're retiring I, Ash and Pikachu. I think I read that Ash was going to go back and uh, coach football in his hometown. Yeah, that, that's that's wow. his new dream, and he's got to chase it. He's got to chase. He has it. to chase that dream. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Pikachu All will right. be his assistant coach. Oh, I mean, now I would watch that movie. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, that's perfect. All right, Kendra, nine hundred two one. Here we go. Here we go.